Welcome to another Cleverly Changing Podcast. This is season two, episode 14. Thank you for joining us. If you have been enjoying the Cleverly Changing Podcast, please tell a friend so they can tune in too. Our proverb for today is, where you will sit when you are old shows where you stood in youth. Where you will sit when you are old shows where you stood in youth. So listen up, everybody. We are talking about starting a new school year and really how to get our kids excited about learning. So stay tuned for a great show. It's now time for the word of the episode. It's Swahili for at the beginning. As you begin this new school year, the Cleverly Changing Podcast would like to wish you a wonderful journey, many new discoveries, and excellent progress. This is Cleverly Culture Kids! <laughs> are back and we're talking about school so it's school time again are you girls excited eh. fun. i'm anxious <laughs> all right <laughs> so we have some questions for you has the new school year been different we're about a week into school so has has it been any different than last year if so how it's been different it's most of the week. Um, I don't like that it's most of the week, but um, it's fine. When you say it's most of the week, are you saying this is school is most of the week? What is most of the week? Education? Can you kind of elaborate? School is most of the week. Well, technically it's a co-op. It's not a co-op. It's a co-op. No, it's not. It's a co-op. Right. So you so you have to kind of describe, say, <laughs> say that you're going to a co-op now. It's not a co-op. It's a co-op. Okay, so what do you call it, Layla? A school. All right. So how often do you go to school and, and what do you do? What's different about it? I go from Tuesday to Friday. From Tuesday to Friday and... Um, I have a variety of classes. What are some of the classes that you're taking? Cooking, sewing, math, more math. More math. <laughs> um, um, ecology. Ecology. Yeah. Uh, um, Art. What are we doing? JavaScript. That's not a class. That's not necessarily a class. It's that's kind just of a coding class that ma- that mainly focuses on JavaScript. World yeah. cultures. So world cultures. If it's on the weekend, then it doesn't count as school. Well, well. Uh, true that. True that. Yes. Extra, extra I'll have to remember that for later. We'll do some more things on the weekend. And no. it's not school. No. It's Clever. <laughs> Clever. <laughs> Clever. <laughs> Okay. Um. So you're t- you're taking classes outside of home, and 
that's something that's new for you? It's fun. I like it, but because the school day is only anywhere from four to from three to five hours. It's three to five hours. Okay. Um, and most schools are seven hours. All right. So, so, so what are you liking about this school year so far? I like that I'm using a, I like that I'm using a, um, a website this year for most of my stuff. And I'm starting co-op again. And I think I'm doing sewing this year. So what uh, online curriculum are you using? Funcation. And is Funcation true to its name? Is it fun? Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> so what? The companies be lying. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you lying? No, so what is Why are you lying? <laughs> Why are you always lying? <laughs> Why are you lying? <laughs> so what is fun about Funcation? Is it a certain subject? That's fun. I, yeah. So there's this there's a separate part where you can do like other little class things, like electives. Yeah. So can you give us the name of one so that we can understand? They're called Fun Club. Is that what we're talking about? Yeah. The fun Club. Yeah. Okay. Why does everything have fun in its name? Because it's called Funcation. Because it's Funcation. So, I mean, well, branding. 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 I mean it. So, can you kind of describe a fun club so we can get a better picture of what it means? So, one of them is chess. <gasps> I like chess. So, like, you can learn how to play chess. And another one of them is music. Where you learn how to do music and stuff, and yeah, I'm confused. How do you? There's learn? there's a lot more, but I I can't name them right off the top of my head. I'm slightly confused. How do you learn chess and music on the computer? I I think I know about chess, but well, music well, Layla, I'm confused. Um, there's online chess. There's apps that have chess in them. Well, there is. I I don't know how the music thing works. Oh, Quaver. I used to use that when I was in school. What? Those are the resources, not the fun clubs. The fun clubs are right now arts, Lego, and oh, yeah. oh, um, what's yeah. the third one? Art, Lego, and Chess? was it? No, no, I don't know. Science. We'll have to get back to you on that. <laughs> It'll be in the show notes. <laughs> okay. But that sounds fun. So. I know that she's taken a chess class this year, and are you um, are you learning how to play chess? No, that's not something I'm doing. Oh, well, okay. So have you done one of the fun clubs yet? No, not yet. Tomorrow. Do you get to do them anytime you want, or are they assigned? Like, are they only available if your parent allows it, or can you just say, ooh, I wanna do the fun club right now? That I do not know. Probably, maybe you can just do it whenever you want. It's three days a week, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, and you can go 
any student can log in and participate in the fun club. We haven't done it yet. They just started it this week. They were advertising for it last week. So are the classes live, the fun clubs? Oh, so you have to log in at a certain time. It's right. not. Okay. That sounds that sounds exciting that it's at, do you um, get to Skype? Like, can you see the people too? You can see, you can hear, you can submit your student submission. Wait, so does that mean that I have to look presentable? I've gone to a Zoom club in a bathroom. Well, you should look presentable. Yes. Um, I don't think that'll be a problem for you. Yeah. Will it? <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> um, this last week I got to make fruit kebabs in my class. Ooh, that sounds yummy. Um, it was in cooking. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, um, you said that you got to make fruit kebabs. Was that your favorite thing that you did in your new classes? That was the only thing I did that in that class? Mm, probably. Maybe. I like sewing, though. We sewing is your favorite so We didn't far. do anything last week, except for the only thing I really did was basic little stuff. Right, because it was your first week and it was the introduction week. But that's the class that you're looking forward to the most? Sewing. Sewing is peaceful. I I've like got a sewing. Question, though. You like it too. They have Wi-Fi there, and I would look. I would like to listen to Spotify and sew, but I don't know if I can do that. So while you Spotify, Spotify and sew. <laughs> but I think I think you're not gonna be able to do that just yet because right. you've got to be able to get the instruction and hear you <laughs> yeah, know how yeah. to make your stitches and the seams and to get all the sewing vocabulary down yeah but when you're practicing at home which reminds me i have to get you a sewing machine yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no that's fine so that is going to be the new um electives that they're taking I also want to bring up, like, for parents who, um, you know, really want their kids to do different things, electives is a great way to add some fun to the, to the class. And so finding out your kids' interests and letting them do some fun classes will make the school day better. So are there um, any classes that you're not taking so far, but you do want to take uh, maybe next semester or next year? Um, not that I can think of right now. Ceramics. Ceramics, yes! Ceramics. All right, so 
I love to hear all of the excitement in all of your voices. It sounds like you're really looking forward to the school year. It sounds like gotcha. Funcation offers a lot of different choices. I didn't really realize it was live, um, you know, and so that makes it much more engaging than just a regular online class. So that's awesome. And it's very reasonably priced. So if you go to the show notes, we will definitely put more information in there about that. And... We are wrapping it up, so thank you guys for tuning in, and remember to share this podcast with a friend. season two. This is our second episode of the season and today we are talking about homeschooling and how to transition into a new year. So the new year is starting for us and we're going to share a little bit of tidbits about what worked, what didn't, and if you have any questions, remember, you can send us questions at cleverlychanging at gmail.com or you can send us a message on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook. So find us there at Cleverly Changing. All right, so let's get started into the topic. So welcome to a new year. How is it going for you? I'm so far so good, actually. I'm glad to report there have been no tears and gnashing of teeth <laughs> it's good so that's great so for us we we haven't really got into the nitty-gritty yet we've done um, a couple of math sub like some math and we've done some um, study skills because Ooh. they're a little bit older my kids are entering middle school like traditional middle school years so I felt like it was helpful for them to start taking notes and learning you know how to study in you know not just for the homeschool you know realm but eventually you're gonna have to leave that so I need to start giving you those techniques that will transfer over so study skills I like that I hadn't gotten my head there yet I need to get there so what does study skills entail for us? That is um, teaching them how to organize. Mm -hmm. So keeping a binder, um, what type of, how to separate your subjects, how to write down assignments. It's really how to kind of take ownership in the, um, the style and the organization and system of right. learning, the whole system behind it. It's also teaching them how to organize their notes so that they know how they can study from them, how they can learn better. So it's learning how to use maybe highlighters, multiple pens, um, just color coding different things, and really kind of using their learning style and teaching them how to make that learning style work for them. So that's one of the ways, and teaching them mnemonics, so yeah. it's really what you may have been doing already, but it's having more of an intentional um, and a certain, um, so not only are you being intentional about the mnemonics you use, but you're, you're, plate, you're choosing mnemonics that are based on their actual learning styles. 
or you're choosing, you know, whatever you're doing is based on that child and how they learn best. So that's really what, um, what we're starting. And we actually, so today we did a video um, and I had them take notes on the video and the video was called Study Skills. So ah. in the show notes, I will put a link to it in the in the show notes because my my girls it was so cute because they were like mom this video looks like it's gonna be whack or you know they they just weren't they weren't too excited about it Mm -hmm. and um one of my daughters was like mom this is cringy like when it first started and it's a little bit like throwback like definitely takes you back but then after the first so it's broken up into several sections after the first session ended Um, my daughter, she was like, mom, this is some good information. She was like, I'm going to write extra notes. I'm going to put one in my room and I'm going to put the other one in my binder. And I said, Mm. yeah, I said, I knew that, you know, there were some parts that, you know, you may not like think is awesome, but overall that information is terrific for you. And what was great about it, it talked about, um, what it takes to be a successful student. It said it takes three things. I like it. The first is motivation. The second is self-worth. And the third is it takes study skills. <laughs> so the the self-worth part was um, like they had shared quotes and she was like, oh, I like that. Pause it, pause it, you know, so I just, yeah, I, I'm definitely going to share it with you because I loved how she connected with it and she saw herself and she saw information as, Hey, you know, all of this doesn't apply to me, but there are certain things that definitely apply to me and I need to take hold of this. And I saw that and it, it told me that I'm so glad that I made the, the choice to share this information with her. Um, you know, it just reaffirmed my feelings that this was the right time to, to teach this lesson and this course about study skills. So, um, you know, just as a parent, in those middle school years, around that puberty mm-hmm. change, when, you know, your body starts changing, it's, it's very difficult to have that body confidence. Yeah. Or just confidence in general. And when you have, you know, coming from the perspective of study skills, like I really wouldn't have equated the two, but it was awesome how it was intertwined together in a positive way. And so it's something that I recommend because I saw it as helpful for my girls. And I'm sure that you guys would, you know, there are some good, there's some good information. So it may not all apply to you, but I'm sure that something definitely applies. Well, thank you for the inspiration because you <laughs> had me sitting here thinking, I really should do this for her. My oldest, she could really benefit from that. Um, for myself, I will be honest, I do not know how to study. I'm going to tell you why, because I've never really had to do it. (laughs) I'm not bragging, but things come easy for me. I don't have to put much effort into recalling lessons, into regurgitating lessons. It's just easy for me, and I know that is not the case for everyone 
it's not the case for my oldest daughter. And I find myself struggling in trying to give her some of those tools because I don't really have them because it's not something that I've ever really had to do. Going, reading the book with a highlighter real quick was enough to get me a B, if not an A. That's not everybody. So I was thinking, man, I might have to outsource this to outschool or something for study skills because I really don't have that information to share. I, I mean, I don't even know where to begin. So well, I got you. I'm going to get that video from you. <laughs> and yeah. We're going to work this out because I think that she could definitely benefit from that. And then, you know, you're talking about the confidence booster there. I think that's absolutely excellent. Who doesn't need a little boost every now and again? Even the most confident man in the world. Right. So what's new, the reason why I thought this was so important to do with my daughters is because what's new for them is that this year they will be taking nine classes, nine classes away from, from home at a, um, at a co-op. <laughs> so that's, that's a lot of classes. But, it is. But I think it's going to be, they're excited. Um, I'm sure there's a little bit in, of anxiety around being away from home, but for the most part, I mean, one of my kids, she's just ready. Oh yes, jump right in, like, <laughs> yes, bye mom. She was ready last year. <laughs> um, but her sister, she was like, yeah, I'm a little bit nervous about it, um, but I'm sure she's gonna do well. And she was the one who really enjoyed the video. He was like, I knew that's who you were talking about. <laughs> I can see because she's just that kind of person. You she know? was like, these are valuable tips. Yeah, she's she has an older soul. She's much like myself, a little grandma. She I can does. see her, you know, really holding on to that and it really having an impact on her. I'm yeah, glad. yeah, and um, I just think it's time. Um, you know, there are certain situations. So anybody who meets me, they always think I'm so comfortable around people. But <laughs> to be very honest with you guys, when I was young, when I was her age, I would say um, 12 and younger, even 13 and younger, I really struggled with um, self-confidence and, and speaking out to other people. And even talking to people who weren't in my family, I was very shy, very introverted, just you know, stay to myself. I like to draw, color, um, just a book person. I just wasn't into people a whole lot. And it's funny because things did change for me. And I was put in situations in public school or, you know, in private school where I had to learn how to be comfortable around people mm -hmm. who were just in all kinds of different situations. And as I, the more I did that, the more I became comfortable wherever I was. So now, if you meet me, you're like, oh my gosh, she is so not an introvert. At times, depending, you know, cause I do get people overload at times where it's like, oh gosh, I, I need to retreat, retreat to my own space. But for the most part, I feel confident and comfortable when I am away from home. And so it's, it's funny to people because they're often like when they meet my two daughters, one is more like you and one is more like your husband because my husband is very introverted. Um, to the max. 
Right, right. He is. And the other child, she's just outgoing, talk to anybody, just super comfortable. And that's me now, but it wasn't me when I was a kid. And I, and I often tell people that, well, she's me as an adult. But her sister is more like me as a kid. And I know that she can overcome her shyness if she is put in situations where she has to confront it. Now, is it going to change her personality? No. 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 But it will allow her to thrive in situations that aren't within her comfort zone. And I think that's super important. So as a homeschool parent, that's, of course, where my heart is. But I'm allowing her to take these classes and be in this situation because I need her to thrive Mm -hmm. in all settings, not just in a home setting. And so that's one of the reasons why I'm putting them in um, the classes. And I think, you know, I'm not going to be far away. Um, there were definitely a lot for me to choose from, and I I ended up going with the one that was closer, because if I need to go, right. I will be able to go there without a problem. And the other ones were like 45 minutes away mm-hmm. in traffic. It would be a little bit more than an hour. And that was like, you know, that's not even feasible for yes. the first time first year for the first time I just don't think I should do that to them and I really shouldn't do it to myself right because if there's an emergency you need to be able to be on the good foot ain't no right. good foot for no hour drive right and also if you are coming from a homeschool environment and you are not a person that's used to traffic now I hear about homeschoolers traveling to co-op like an hour an hour and a half I'm not that mom nope I'm just I'm not even going to lie. I know my no, limitations. No, no. And traffic, like I do not want me and my kids to be in traffic for like two hours a day. To this me, is that is some wasted time. Like I could think of a million other things they could be doing. Right. Sure, you can listen to, um, what is it, books. You can listen to the classics. Like there are things, you can make that time productive but for me, it's mm-hmm. like, that's that's added stress in my life, and I'm not about right. that life. <laughs> yeah. No. So that that would be a no for me. Um, but yeah, so so it's going to be a new, a new year. So with this podcast, we're going to share our ups and downs, what we've learned from the situation. And um, I know for you, can you kind of tell a little bit about what you envision for this year? What changes will be? What are you going to keep the same? Okay, so this year, a lot of times, okay, I'm a really free spirit, and so I just kind of freehand a lot of things, but I have a few more responsibilities on my plate now, and so freehanding it is not really efficient. So I got a digital curriculum for my first grader and um, it is called Blossom and Root. She's really enjoying it so far. Um, My only thing that I don't care so much about is that it doesn't have a, a, it's not the math curriculum is not as mathy as I would like for it to be. So they're exploring math through art. So you'll look at a particular 
painting and let's see the squares inside this painting. She oh, said, so it's geometry. Well, these are just the early lessons are on shapes. And I'm like, okay, you're wasting my time here. <laughs> <laughs> you're wasting her time there. So I plan on using that just for the art itself. We can point out some shapes and things like that, but that's not a replacement to me for math. I don't care if you're counting the vertices. I mean, that's, I don't know. It seems a little preschooly to me, but um, yeah. But it's a science, the science is excellent. Oh, she's really loving the science. And the language arts, they're using, oh, what is this lady's name? Clara Dillingham, something. She has a series of books, Among the Meadow People, Among the Forest People, Among the Pond People. And so we're reading stories from there and kind of analyzing them, talking about them. It comes with a little word list. Um, so she's enjoying that so far. And the fact that it's giving me you know what to do we signed up for math mammoth and it's i have a, a little planner and it has given me what to do on each day even though it really is just an outline doesn't mean that's exactly how we're gonna go <clears throat> it's just the bones and i can build around that so that i can stay on track and continue to keep up with some of these newfound responsibilities that I have. Um, we are using Funcation Academy for my oldest daughter. It's, it's online, but you're still the proprietor. You have to go in and see the lessons, give the lessons it does have like a little tutorial thing it'll read things it's got nice little pictures and things but it's similar to the blossom root it's telling me here's what you do on this day this day boom so even if we don't stick to it we still have the bones are there so i'm trying to simplify things I'm trying to make room for the things that I need for my own development. And I'm trying to make sure that I give them what they need for their development. We're using, I think it's from Child First Publications. Child First, yes. I'm using that for my four-year-old who is really... fighting me on getting some of the academics. He knows more than he wants me to know that he knows. And they slip out every now and again. And he looks at me like, oops, yeah, I caught you. You know what this is, or you know what that is. And I'm watching his language develop and I can see that he's there, but he just doesn't want to. Everything has to be a game. He wants to play, play, and yet more play, which is fine. But there are times when, you know, we got to sit still and 
do something that's not quite as upbeat of play as you would like. So we're using that for him. The alphabet, <clears throat> excuse me, the alphabet, they have a book with stories that surround each letter and they've used um, real life objects that look like the letters. So the A is an anthill and a apple with a stick up against it. The story of this big bug that burrowed through a anthill and the ants were mad. And so he decides, well, I'm gonna fix this. And so he brought in an apple for them to eat. And then it started to roll away and he put a stick up against the apple to keep it from rolling away. So now you have the big A and the little A and you can see because he bur burrowed through the anthill. And so the F looks like a flag. The U looks like a, a, um, a upside down umbrella from Uncle Yule. You know, so it's association based, a visual based. Um, it also has, it's from, oh, the same folk who do, oh wait, no, that's something different. Never mind. Handwriting Without Tears, Learning Without Tears, whatever it's called. It's Handwriting Without Tears. Yes. I've used, using the alphabet mat so he can take the shapes and move them around to create the letters so he can get his movement on because he's really into movement and the motor skills. I've gotten some dauber letters and things. Mm -hmm. So he's progressing quickly. And the baby's just following because he wants to do everything he sees everybody else do. So everything this year is really new. None of this stuff is anything that I've ever done before, or ever tried. Um, this is the second week for us. So, so far, so good. Sounds good. I think, um, you know, something new that we've talked about before is online curriculums. Mm -hmm. And this time you have several online curriculums. So hopefully that will just continue because that's something that they can do on their own, right? I mean, technically it is something that they can do on their own, but the, well, no, not, no, not for, um, little miss. Okay. That's no, that's, that one's really hands on. I can't lie. I'm thoroughly enjoying it myself. That's the, the blossom, blossom and, root. and root. Okay. Yeah. So it's just, it's, um, PDFs that you well it actually and i happened to catch it on sale oh, i was excited yes sales are good <laughs> caught it on sale and so i saved i don't even know 25 percent or something whatever if it was a quarter i'm smiling so when i got it um i think i looked at it maybe like two weeks before mm -hmm. and i just kind of laid out how the order of things and it's really easy to follow so I just <clears throat> have to um, read with her she can read the stories herself but it's much more fun if I read it I'm not gonna lie because I do voices and characters and things and um, the other one is like full-on on the computer oh okay and so she could do it herself but I step in because I want to make 
things more concrete, add emphasis where I know emphasis needs to be placed. Um, it does have worksheets that you can print out. It gives you sample, not sample, but it gives you actual lesson plans. Mm. It gives you diagnostic tests. What you say. That's good. <laughs> yes, it is. Just so you have an idea of where. Where your child is. Right. So this, some of her diagnostics came in a little bit low, but I know it's not because she doesn't know the information. It's because she spent half the summer away and we weren't doing review like I had intended on doing review. Light review. So it's just, you know, picking the cobwebs out of the corners. And she's like, why do I have to do this again? I was like, well, because you forgot. <laughs> right. And I think you just talking about that brings up a point that um, we can kind of share when starting back and getting back into the thick of things. Some families just go straight through mm-hmm. and they homeschool year round and maybe take a week off here, you know, for a vacation or not. But they don't do like long time, like, you know, two, three months with a full break. Um, but if you do take a break, it's like, for me, I like to ease them in and, um, you know, start reviewing. I like to start with reviews and asking questions, maybe doing some handwriting, because that's just stuff that they didn't necessarily, like, we need a refresher. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, you know, not putting a full um, eight-hour day on it or however long you homeschool, four hours or whatever. Not doing that for a long time, but doing, you know, making it, um, you know, do this page or, you know, just going over it because you want to make sure that your kids, when you start the new year, you want to make sure that they really have a grasp of what they were doing before because Mm -hmm. if you just jump into it because they're in, you know, it's another year, new grade, let's just do this. And you don't review sometimes there will be gaps in the system right. and you'll find that they're follow falling further behind than being where they need to be so it's better in my experience to review yeah i agree fill in those holes early because having to you know it's like you're filling a cup and you get an air bubble in it then you kind of have to dig away to get to the air bubbles so you can fill it in. Yeah, I, I agree. Get it out of the way early. So she's a little blown by the fact that she's redoing, or I'll say reviewing certain topics, but I'd much rather it be now than later because later on, I'm going to be looking at you like, well, what happened? All right, wait a minute. So now I have to go back and find stuff. And, uh, you know, it inconveniences everyone. I also believe repetition deepens their impressions. So my kids are going to take some classes where I feel like they know know how to do the work. But I want to make sure they know how to do that work so well that they can get it done so quickly where there are no questions. Because I feel like if you you can review to that level where it's just – quickly quick rapid recall that's to me very important because when they do get to that age where they have to take a standardized test or something then it won't be so overwhelming because you know i really hope that they do away with them by the time they have to go to college but the likelihood is 
It'll still be here. It'll still be around in some form. So, you know, really honing in on that repetition and making sure they have that information is important. So review is not a problem. It is helpful. Can I just say now that you brought that up, a friend of mine who was a teacher, we were talking about this, how she was saying that one of her sons was very put off by the time test. And my other friend was saying that her daughter was having the same issue. She knows the information. I think they might have been like addition, um, addition facts or something like that. She was like, she knows these things, but you set her down in the front of the sheet of paper and put a timer on her, you'd be looking at her like, what's wrong with her? I don't... I understand, you know, some of these things are real-world needs. Yes, you need to know how to add, subtract, divide, and multiply. Must. But let's be for real. Do you really need to be able to call these things off lickety-split? it's handy to be able to do so but nine times out of ten someone's life is not hanging in the balance while you figure out what <laughs> 263 minus 42 is well it could I'm, I'm not saying that it wouldn't that's what I said but, <laughs> but in usually most it's not yes, in most instances you, there's no rush but I think that with today's society being what it is, we expect everything to happen instantly. Yeah, just like when you you Google something and the screen stays blank for two seconds and you're like, oh, something's wrong. It was two seconds. It sounds like my son talking about something. Mom, it's taking so long. And he just asked me one breath ago, can you give me a cup of water? Well, one, can I rise my behind off the seat? <laughs> <laughs> right. So, you know, we have, to, we have to be mindful of that. And don't put our expectations of timeliness on our kids. Because I think that is a hang-up that often troubles a homeschool. Yeah. Because we, some of us, are overachievers. Mm-hmm. And because we were overachievers, we just automatically expect our kids to be overachievers. And sometimes that's not always the case. And I've had to check myself and and try to be more patient. Yeah, because I, like I said, I, I think to myself, does it really have to be done this way? Does it really have to be done this fast? Does it really have to go in this order? Usually the answer is no. All right. <laughs> okay, then. So, any closing and, thoughts? Well, yes. Are there anything? Well, no. I'm just excited for what's coming. Um, I think that it's going to be a good school year. Yay! I think that real progress, different progress. I'm not saying real progress. I think that different kind of progress is coming to my home this year. I'm really excited to see all the things that, you know, come into fruition. It's going to be great. Yeah, definitely. So 
we want you guys to visit the show notes page. I know that you talked about several curriculums. We are going to put links to those curriculums, write down their names so that you guys can check those out on your own in your spare time as well. So definitely share this podcast with a friend. Let other people know that we are talking about educating our children. So even if you're not a homeschooler and you want to supplement, this information is just good for all parents. So share it with a friend. And definitely, if you have questions, let us know. Connect with us because we want to hear from you. We do this podcast for you. This is a way for us to support our community and give back. So allow us to support you.